0: Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everyone, welcome episode fifty. And uh, it is also the new year, so happy new year. Welcome to Jokestrap. My name is Wes Hoffman. Thanks for giving it a listen here. Um, This is a podcast, like uh, the introduction says, that combines uh, sports and comedy. Not necessarily together, but those are the two subjects matters that are generally talked about on uh, this podcast. So, um, if you like sports, great. If you like comedy, great. If you don't like either, I'm not sure why you even started pressing play. Maybe you have a secret crush on me. You want to see if I spill the beans about it. Um, likely not going to happen. Um, not to say I don't have crushes on people, but likely that I'm not going to spill the beans on a podcast like this uh, when some stalker can be listening and find out all my darkest, deepest secrets. No, I tell other secrets instead. I don't really tell uh, crush secrets. Not to say I don't have a current crush. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. She probably knows it. She probably already knows it. So why would I even mention it on here? It's stupid. Listen. Do you like me or not? <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, I digress. Happy New Year. How long into the New Year can you say Happy New Year? Um, That's always been, like, one of my uh, questions to start off every year is, like, how long? Because, like there's certain people, people like in the comedy world, especially there's certain people I'm only going to see maybe once or, or twice a year sometimes. And, uh, like, can I see them for the first time in the year in March and still say happy new year? That's, that doesn't make sense. Right. That's kind of, that doesn't seem right. Uh, doesn't seem right to me anyway. So I don't know. I just think, uh, I don't know. I need I need someone to put a limit, like a uh, two-week limit or something. Uh, that's as long as you could say Happy New Year. It was weird, um, you know, because I, I I think about it and like uh, I I said Happy New Year to someone one time. I was like I was like Oh Happy New Year," and it was like a couple weeks into the year, and then someone else was like Oh man, you're too far into the year to be saying Happy New Year." But then I was like, that same person had their Christmas lights up still. So I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Who's not playing by the rules here? Um, Seems like it'd be pretty fair if you still have your Christmas lights up. Anyway, I still have my Christmas lights up also. And I'm still saying Happy New Year. So (laughs) I'm doing both. Um, But anyway, yeah, New Year, new me. (laughs) Nope, still same me, same me. Um, But... uh, let's see, uh, rocked in the new year pretty excitingly, um, had a comedy show I did, and um, got to, had the privilege of performing on a New Year's Eve uh, comedy show, and that was a lot of fun, um, in Martinez, California, uh, a show run by Bob Johnston, and uh, Charity Pomeroy was opening the show, and uh, she did great, um, we did two shows, one for the East Coast countdown, and one for the West Coast countdown. Uh, Charity started off things with a bang. I had never hadn't met Charity before, so it was good go to work with her. And then um, I was the feature, and then uh, Kirk McHenry closed out the show. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, Kirk McHenry is uh, hilarious. If you've never seen him before, um, he's a great comedian. Um, obviously, he's headlining. Uh, kind of have to be great but no, he really is hilarious. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I was supposed to do 20 minutes, uh, for each show. And, uh, I kind of lost track of time in the first show. And, uh, I may have done uh, 25 minutes and I actually could have done more, (laughs) but I lost track of my time a little bit. Um, because, uh, Bob has it set up to where uh, we can go out on, uh, on stage and then just see a clock and then uh, see what time we started. That way we could just keep track of our own time. Uh, but in the first show, I went out on stage and I forgot to look at the clock. So then um, about three jokes into my set, I finally looked at the clock and then I had to kind of like guesstimate how far into my set I had already gone and I guessed wrong and That is why I ended up doing an extra five minutes of material that I shouldn't have done. Uh, So sorry about that, Kirk. Took a little bit away of your time. Um, But yeah, that's what happened. So I did 25 minutes in the first show. The second show went according to plan. Uh, Did some bits that I didn't get to in the first show. Uh, Pulled those out. Did those in the second show. And did only 20 minutes that I was supposed to do in the second show. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of fun, both shows, a lot of fun. First show I think was uh, sold out and second show was like close to a sellout, not quite, but uh, it was pretty pretty good crowds for both and uh, doing the countdown was a, a a unique experience. I had never done a New Year's Eve show like that before, so um, yeah it was it, it was really fun for me. Um, let's see uh, so so at the end of the the first show they had like a projector screen that they, they were pulling down and they were streaming the East coast countdown on CNN on the projector screen about, they started doing this like 10 minutes before midnight on the East coast. And, uh, they pulled that down and, uh, yeah. So (laughs) it, it, uh, what was I going to say? So they pulled down the projector screen and we're watching it. And then, um, I felt like it was a um not behind but um I don't know we, we were a little bit behind cuz uh, the comedians were helping to pour some drinks like champagne and cider and whatnot for the people in the audience and uh we hadn't quite gotten everyone's drink poured uh by the time East Coast midnight rolled around so that was kind of a bummer. Like, we're all like, all right, happy new year. And then there's like people in here. like, we don't have our drink yet. And we're like, "Uh oh, so, you know, live and learn. Uh, so next show, West Coast countdown, you know, the one that really matters. Uh, <laughs> we were uh, trying to um, do better in that aspect. And uh, this time, you know, we had the projector down, everything getting ready to go, had all the drinks poured. We were set. We had a few minutes to spare to count down. Uh, The only problem this time is the streaming, the channel wasn't uh, displaying on the projector. Uh, And then uh, we couldn't get the channel or whatever they were trying to load. They were trying to load ABC, I think, and they ended up having to go to NBC. Um, But uh, by the time the uh, channel loaded on the screen, I already had friends texting me on my phone saying Happy New Year. And it turns out the the streaming that we were going to, What we were doing was like 30 seconds behind. So I was like, well, I think it's already New Year. But we still did the countdown anyway, just a little delayed. And we did the countdown with the audience members that were there. And, uh, yeah, it was a blast. Uh, A lot of fun. Um, New Year's Day rolls around. Um, I had New Year's Day off my day job, thankfully. Um, And then I had a show in San Francisco that night at a place called Neck of the Woods. Uh, It's a show run by uh, Danny Decky. And uh, so I get there pretty much around the time the show is supposed to start, uh, find parking eventually. And I head over and I see a big crowd outside the venue. And I'm like, all right, this place is going to be packed. It's going to be another great show. Um, Ready to go. And then I noticed all the comedians were standing outside, too. Uh, so I asked one of the comics there, Griffin Daly, I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, he's like, well, the venue is not open. Um, so I was going to try to do a Griffin Daly accent, but I can't pull it off. You guys can't. Um, but, uh, here's a British accent. I, I can't do it right now. I can't. Anyway, um, he said that the, whoever, you know, the venue wasn't open and apparently Danny didn't know they weren't going to be open. So we were just going to wait for a little bit to see if anybody showed up or or what or what might happen. Um. So anyway, nobody showed up uh, to open the um, neck of the woods. So um, we, Danny, went down the street and I guess talked to the management of another bar called uh, the Bitter End and asked him if we could just do an impromptu show there that night. And so that's what we ended up doing. We walked down the street and performed at this place called The Bitter End. And we did it a cappella. We didn't have a mic or, you know, speakers or anything like that. We just <laughs> went up and said our whatever we needed to say to, to anybody that would listen. And, you know, for being an impromptu, on-the-spot show like that, I think the night turned out pretty well. Um, the people that were... Sitting in that area, paid attention to everyone that was talking, and uh, there was some funny, funny stuff going on. Geneva Restor was there, hilarious. Um, Griffin Daily, like I mentioned, was there. Um, I ended up going like second to last, which is fine with me. But um, unfortunately, like a lot of the people left right before I went up. No biggie. That's okay. It happens. It's part of the comedy comedy shmammity, whatever. It's, you take the good with the bad and whatever. But yeah, it was still a fun night, um, all things considered. So yeah, that was on New Year's Day. Last night, uh, January 8th, I went to uh, Pacifica, California. I went to a place called The Winter's Tavern, a show run by uh, Dave Zagnoni. And uh, Adam Perlstein was the headliner of that show. Um... Uh, Ruby Gill was also on the bill, Um, and uh, it it was a fun show, Um, a small little crowd, but a crowd that pays attention, and in a venue like that, I would have never expected anybody to pay attention to us, so I was actually pretty impressed, Um, Bartender was really nice, and uh, yeah, it was a good time, Uh, good to see Dave Zignoni and everybody there, and um, I had fun at that show. So, anyway, uh, coming up um, this Saturday, I will be at uh, the Saddle Rack in Fremont. Uh, It's a little comedy competition thing, so I'm going to be doing that. Um, Winner gets $50, you know. Um, So, it's no big deal, but it'll still be fun. Um, if If anybody listening to this wants to come to that show... And get in for free, just let me know. I could put you on my guest list. And you could get in free. Just vote for me, okay? Vote for me. But yeah, so that's this Saturday in Fremont, um, California. And uh, that show starts at 7.15 p.m., um, 7.15. And um, so that's what I got coming up next. Um, some exciting stuff. Um uh, on the horizons, um, and then we'll get into sports here since this is going to be a good segue. <laughs> um, I had emailed the president of the Oakland Athletics a while ago. Um, I keep for- I kept forgetting to mention this in previous episodes, but I had emailed him a while ago uh, saying, I know a group of comedians who are A's fans, and uh, I proposed the idea of possibly... Uh, doing a comedy show before a game sometime in the tree house at the Oakland Coliseum. Uh, if you've, if you're not familiar with the tree house, it's an area in the left field, um, not the left field. Is it the left field? Yeah. It's the left field area of, uh, the Coliseum, uh, above the bleachers. And, uh, it's like a bar area. Um, and, uh, I, uh, was like, Hey, the, maybe, uh, before a game, uh, my buddies and I can, uh, do a comedy show and, uh, no, the A's president, he's really good at replying to emails and, uh, to fans in general on Twitter or email or whatever. And he even has open office hours for fans to schedule appointments, to talk to him. But he replied to my email rather quickly saying, you know, Oh, a comedy show sounds like a great idea. And then he CC'd one of his executive assistants. And um, <clears throat> he said that uh, we'd work together uh, when the season started to figure out a date and time and all that. So that's pretty exciting, I think. Uh, putting two of my favorite things together into one. Putting the Oakland A's and comedy and combining them. And then giving some other comedy, Giving some other comedies. Giving some other comedy folk um, the chance to uh, uh, perform at the Treehouse at the Coliseum, I think that's that'll be fun. Um, obviously, I'd prefer like doing a Saturday game or a Sunday game, but uh, whatever we happen to day we happen to fall on, uh, it'll be fine. Uh, do the show a couple hours before the game starts, and uh, you know it'll be fun. Of course, uh, the comedian sets will be cleaner because. Uh, uh, it's a family friendly venue. Uh, but I don't think that'll be a problem with anybody that I, I bring along with me, um, to do that show. And it, I think it will be a blast once it finally happens. Uh, assuming, uh, everything follows through, which I'm sure I'll, I'll be sure to bug them once the season starts. I'll be like, Hey, remember when I emailed you guys, uh, do you want to get this rolling? So, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about that. uh, uh prospects of that um are exciting try not to get too excited though i guess because you never know uh it may not happen so i don't want to get too pumped up just yet but just the fact that he applied and he seems up for the idea um is pretty exciting wes i can't tell if you're excited or are you not excited you just negated yourself whatever it doesn't matter okay i'm just thinking out loud at this point i'm just thinking out loud um so yeah uh let's talk about sports now. Um in terms of baseball, the Oakland A's haven't really made many moves um this offseason. Um they have brought back Mike Fires on a two-year deal a uh, pitcher. Um I believe last episode I mentioned how they got jerks and Profar, um a second baseman from the Rangers uh, they acquired him, so it looks like Jed Lowry will not be returning to the A's, uh, which is fine. Uh, Profar is a switch hitter, um, and they got their uh, Fan Fest coming up on January 26th, Saturday at Jack London Square. So I'll definitely be going to attend that. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, it's from 9:30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, it's open for it's open to the public. It's free. Um, so yeah, if you're an A's fan and you want to get out there to Jack London square, uh, I'd suggest you do it. It's been a blast the last couple of years. It's been at Jack London square. So I plan on being there again. And, uh, so yeah, uh, Jonathan Lucroy, I think that's the bummer. Uh, he, uh, signed a deal this off season with the angels. So he's going to Anaheim. Uh, he signed a one year deal with them. Um, Trevor Cahill also signed a one year deal with the Angels. So those guys will not re- be will not be returning to Oakland. Uh Brett Anderson um is supposedly being looked at as a possibility to return to Oakland. Um I haven't heard anything about Edwin Jackson whether or not he might come back to the A's or not. Uh but we'll see. I would like to see the A's pick up another catcher though. They do have they did pick up Chris Herman. And they have Josh Fegley, but it would be nice to have somebody else in the mix. Um, They have a guy in the minors, Sean Murphy, uh, but I don't think he's quite ready for the majors yet. So it would be nice to see see another veteran catcher get signed if possible. But you never know. We will see. Um, San Jose Sharks, uh, they are on fire right now. Um, I kind of dissed Eric Carlson in the last episode saying that he needed to bring it, pick it up a bit and he sure has, uh, I believe he has assists, um, at least one assist in 15 straight games played now. Um, it, unfortunately it doesn't count that way in the record books. It doesn't count as 15 consecutive games, uh, because he missed two games due to, uh, Uh, being suspended for a hit that he made uh so i guess they don't consider it consecutive games played when you've been suspended for two games um whereas like if that was baseball they would still consider it a consecutive games played streak so that's where hockey and baseball differentiate i guess um well, actually, no. They wouldn't consider it a consecutive games played streak. I don't know why. I don't know why I said that. Baseball wouldn't consider that a consecutive games played streak either. Um, never mind. Scratch that from the record. I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But yeah, since he was suspended, obviously it doesn't count as a consecutive game played. However, in consecutive games that he has played, he has an assist in each game. So for what it's worth. It's still a pretty impressive streak. Uh, er- Eric Carlson is on right now with the sharks and, uh, the sharks are going to be talking to him apparently after the all-star break about a possible contract extension, which I think would be good. And I think fans would be really happy if it happened. Um, especially given the way he's playing right now, um, the all-star game is going to be in San Jose this year. Uh, the, the sharks have, uh, Three All-Stars, as of right now, going to be playing in the game. Uh, Eric Carlson being one, Brent Burns, and Joe Pavelski. Um, There is a possibility, we'll find out, I think, tomorrow, late tomorrow, if uh, Logan Couture makes the team as well. Um, He had to get one of these final votes. Uh, But we'll see if he can actually make it into the All-Star game as well. Uh, Regardless, it'll be a good showing for the Sharks. Uh, in their hometown, and um, yeah, so the All-Star game will be coming up, I believe, in a couple weeks here, and uh, so yeah, they they are on a good roll right now, I was at the game Saturday, January 5th, and also Monday, January 7th, on Saturday, they beat Tampa Bay, the best team in the NHL right now, they beat them 5-2, to two. And they did so without having uh, Mark Edward Vlasic or Justin Braun in the lineup on defense. So that was pretty impressive to be Tampa Bay like that. And then on Monday, uh, they played uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Now the Kings have the worst record in their division right now. But we're coming off a win against Edmonton, in which they won 4 to nothing. And, uh, well... <laughs> the sharks took care of the kings and won 3 to 1 and then the sharks played again uh the 8th and this time they were playing edmonton who the kings had just beat 4 to nothing and the sharks uh beat up on the edmonton oilers as well uh they won yesterday 7 to 2 so to say the sharks are on fire might be an understatement the sharks are looking rather well now to continue this on the road Uh, Tomorrow they're going to Vegas uh, One of the toughest places For opposing teams to play Uh, So tomorrow Against the Vegas Golden Knights At 7pm It'll be interesting to see if the Sharks can carry This momentum or not Uh, But yeah Hopefully they can uh, Because it's been really exciting And let's see what else uh, The Football season's over NFL Well I mean the regular season's over uh the 49ers finished at 4 and 12. So yeah, nothing exciting really. Uh the Raiders on the other side of the bay also 4 and 12. So I guess you're you could be glad that uh you didn't finish worse than the other team. Um you actually the Niners actually didn't even finish last in the division. Uh that was the good old Arizona Cardinals. Thank you for existing Arizona. You're three and 13. We're four and 12. We're better. (laughs) Uh, but yeah. So for what it's worth, uh, NFL playoffs, I, I don't really care. Uh, I'm kind of rooting for the Eagles to repeat. I don't know why. I just think it'd be kind of nice for the Philadelphia Eagles to repeat. Um, I don't, don't really want to see the Patriots in it again. Uh, don't really care for many of the teams in the playoffs. <laughs> uh the I mean I I kind of liked the Ravens, but the Ravens lost their first game in the first round and there was some controversy about whether or not they should have started Joe Flacco in that game or not. But oh well, it didn't happen. And so what are you going to do? Anyway, I mean I'll watch I'll watch the Super Bowl for sure, but all the other NFL playing playoff games leading up to then. Uh, I'm not sure how much attention I'll be uh, paying to any of them. Um, I am glad the Seattle Seahawks got knocked out by the Cowboys. However, it's the Cowboys. And so I would like to see the Cowboys get knocked out too. And uh, in, the, in the NBA, the Golden State Warriors are going to be uh, welcoming back, uh, or not welcoming back, but welcoming, uh, DeMarcus Cousins into the mix here soon. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, who they signed in the offseason uh, two out to of their squad is finally going to be making his uh, debut with the Warriors here. It sounds like he could make it as early as the game against uh, the New Orleans Pelicans um, which I believe um, let me see, when is that do do When is this game against the Pelicans? Wes is searching Google. He's going to find the answer. When do they play? Oh, that's uh, January 16th. So they're saying either January 16th against the Pelicans or January 18th against the Clippers is when DeMarcus Cousins uh, should be... uh, Good to go. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. I know the injury he was recovering from, reco- recovering from, it was pretty serious. So hopefully everything is all good there. Uh, Warriors currently sit in second place, uh, one game behind the Nuggets. Uh, Warriors are twenty-seven and fourteen, and the Nuggets are twenty-seven and twelve. Uh, Warriors are uh, six and four in their last ten. So, uh, yeah, they're still in a good spot, even though they're not as dominating as everyone thought they would be again. Uh, But I feel like sometimes the Warriors take it easy, uh, realizing they don't need to push it so hard during the regular season. Uh, But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. Uh, I just think they know what they're capable of, so sometimes they ease up a bit and they don't mind taking a loss sometimes. But yeah, anyway, uh, hey, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, thank you all, uh, for listening. Um, stay tuned, uh, to Wes joke on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, I'm also on, I have a website, weshoffman.com. Um, so you can keep in touch with shows there. Also, of course, Facebook, I'm on there. Um. Also, uh, this podcast, if you prefer to listen to it um, via Spotify, you can actually do that now as well. Um, It's on Spotify, so you can look up Jokestrap on there. Um, So that's SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Any of those would work. All right, guys. uh, Thank you very much. Um, Until then, continue being good to each other, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.